Morgan parked the Range Rover that replaced his Maserati during inclement months in front of the house he'd come to see. Unlike Rick's western log house and cabins, this single-level ranch was nothing special. A rectangle with a peaked center. Probably a low cathedral ceiling in the living room. Not looking for permanence or even investment, he only cared that it was livable in this step toward independence for his daughter and himself. If not for Livy, he'd have thrown himself into the all-consuming milieu where he turned coal into diamonds to hear the pundits tell it. Instead, he'd put to paper the tenets of his success and welcomed their use by any and all. Maybe he would return to the corporate world, but it could not be traumatic for Livy. And so he got out and surveyed the house. No sign indicated a listing yet, and he'd just as soon make an offer without real estate agents. His lawyer could handle the details. The bell made an asthmatic wheeze he wasn't sure carried anywhere. Trying the door when no one came, he found it open and called, Hello? He'd like a quick look to make sure nothing ruled the place out. The woman who exited the bedroom caught him by surprise. It was the one from the bakery. You're Rayanne? She looked equally taken aback. Quinn. He took in the elfin features, the dark tumble of hair moments from jailbreak from its clip. Does that come with a first name? Quinn Riley. Quinn for my grandpa's favorite hound. You're named after a dog? And admitting it? Not just any dog a blue tick hound with a nose like none before or since. Huh. In spite of himself, he ran his eyes down her slight figure in jeans and threadbare sweatshirt that reminded him of one he wore on his balcony when he didn't care if the salt air drifted in. Did you want something? She placed her hands on her hips. To see Rayanne about the house. Oh, she flew home. I have a number, though. That would be good. He looked around. Can I walk through? Not easily. I'm going through Vera's stuff. I just need a sense of the place, to see if it works. For you? Surprise found her eyes, though he didn't know what difference it made to her. He cocked his head. Is that a problem? Not for me. I'm just doing a job. He nodded. I'll take a quick peek and get out of your way. She shrugged and went back to the bedroom. At least he thought there was a bed under the heaping clothes. Quinn pulled a pair of pants from a drawer and checked it methodically. Pockets, lining, seams, then added it to the pile on the bed. Looking for something? I'm sorting. Thoroughly. She cast him a look. Yep. He found her laconic approach to conversation interesting. He hadn't experienced many women who said less than necessary. Taking a quick cruise through the single level that would keep life with Livy simple, he returned to Quinn, still sorting clothes. Is there a basement? A cellar, she sat back on her heels. I understand it's not habitable. Oh? This house was built on the foundation of an asylum. No way. She shrugged. That's what Rayanne said. 
they sent people up the mountain to rest their minds. Not at all sure he wanted to live over an asylum, but diabolically intrigued, he said, Have you seen it? No. Want to? No. He leaned on the doorframe. Aren't you curious? I see plenty of cellars. Not haunted. She rested her palms on her thighs. Do you see all this? Rayanne's mother kept every piece of clothing she ever owned. Rick had not noticed her for nothing. She had a sort of spark. Come explore, and I'll help you haul those clothes out. She cocked her head. You're scared to go alone? I could use a shield. She narrowed her eyes. Do you have a name?